All right, good morning, good morning, everyone. This is episode number 259 of the First and Frame Rate Show. I thank you guys once again for all the support. Um, this has been a pretty good week for the uh the podcast you know this is my first week at actually going um a daily for the show and um numbers on the podcast side hasn't really shown yet but i've seen a consistent you know level of uh viewers on the um youtube side and i appreciate it because i know it's still new to some people so it's it, the more consistent i get the the level of viewers i would you know probably it should increase but at the end of the day it, i see the the slight increase so far this week that people are you know recognizing like hey this is daily content i'm gonna check out and see what vf is talking about and i really appreciate it um this is uh so awesome i really thank you guys for supporting um let's uh let, let let's go ahead and begin this episode um welcome to the first and frame rate show i am vf baller over here we talk about atlanta falcons and georgia southern football uh today is going to be mostly atlanta falcons stuff not much on the georgia southern side because the falcons play the new orleans saints this is going to be somewhat of a pre-game uh analysis and uh thoughts and opinions about that game the falcons are playing them at the uh the last game of the season so it's always exciting to play the saints big time robbery there and uh we're going to try to spoil their season because they're still vying for a playoff spot i mean we were eliminated last week but they're still vying for a playoff spot and and if we um defeat them you know on sunday this should be a, a big spoiler for our rival so that's that's also um a really big incentive to go play this team and and um take them out once again because we did beat them one time already this uh season uh it not much, like I said, not much Georgia Southern related, but I do want to um address something that is Georgia Southern related. Uh, happy birthday or belated birthday to our uh, athletic director at Georgia Southern, Jared Binko. Phenomenal job that he's been doing so far within the athletic program. All the athletics, um, you know, branches are um actually improving compared to the last AD that was here. Um, and we are doing really big things. And it's starting to show it's showing a little bit in basketball and the men's side, definitely on the women's side and football. I mean, what do most we gotta talk about? You know, Clay Helton and company has come in and pretty much changed the identity of Georgia Southern. Hopefully we can actually see what the identity is really about. Can't wait to see that happen and see how that plays out. Um, but uh, happy birthday to A.D. Jarrett Binko. Um, thank you for all what you've done so far for Georgia Southern. Hopefully you'll continue to um, take us to the next level year in and year out. All right. Um, the Atlanta Falcons are going to be playing the New Orleans Saints. And uh, it's always, a, like I said, it's always a big time rivalry when we do play the New Orleans Saints. And it is, it's, it's always been that way for a long time. It's always a big deal, whether we go down to New Orleans to play them or they come up to Atlanta to play us. It's always a good time. And today, um, well, not today, but Sunday is, is no different. First of all, is a robbery game. Second of all, we get to tend to play. We get the chance to play spoiler and, uh, you know, take the Saints out of playoff contention. And I'm looking at the injury report. And I'm looking at the personnel that the Saints have. The Saints played us pretty good last time when we had a commanding lead. We man, they managed to come back 
and um, take the lead at the end of the game, and we were able to drive down and kick a field goal and win. Um, I kind of see more of the same thing, but hopefully this time we can maintain a lead to the point where they don't come back. Um, looking at the quarterback situation for the Saints, it has not been good. Um, it looks like Taysom Hill probably is going to be starting. Looking at the injury report, he does have an injury to his right finger, but he will um, fully participated in practice on Thursday. So I expect the same on Friday. He should be um, there to play against the Falcons. So with that being said, their quarterback situation is not the best, but is a familiar person that we're going to be playing against. And he can do a little bit of everything. So that's something we got to be watching out for. Um, Terion Armstead did not practice on Thursday. Marcus Davenport did not practice. Bradley Roby or PJ Williams, neither one of them, they uh, did not practice on Thursday. So you're, you're looking at uh, three guys on defense and one um, tackle that did not practice. Um, we also have um, light practices from Traquan Smith, Ryan Ramsick, and Ty Montgomery. They all had light practices. Um, so we may be seeing them. Uh, we may see them play. Um, Mark Ingram did not practice at all as well. So that's pretty much for the injury report there. Uh, as far as our injury report, it looks like everybody is pretty much okay to go. Um, Jalen Mayfield is one that may not be. He did not practice on Thursday. We'll see how that changed on Friday. Um, Cordell Patterson did not practice, but do not worry. There was just non-injury related. I'm I'm almost certain he's going to be playing. And it, it, I want to talk about Cordell Patterson somewhere down the road. You're talking about a hero. You're talking about somebody who is basically the MVP of the team this year and somebody who wants to stay in Atlanta. We're going to talk more about Cordell Patterson in a later episode. That uh, One of the, the feel-good stories of the season with, with all this other stuff going on. Frank Darby had light practice, shoulder injury. Uh, Quadri Allison with a quad injury had light practice. Kyle Pitts, hamstring light practice, but there's already saying that he's going to be playing. So Kyle Pitts already wants to play like he's going to be playing, and it's going to be real interesting to see how that plays out. Fabian Monroe, full practice at the injury of the ribs. So for the most part, outside of Jalen Mayfield, and I know how people feel about Jalen Mayfield, uh, it looks like he's going to be uh, uh, – he, he may play. But outside of that, everybody else looks like they may be going. Um, Frank Darby usually plays special teams. Kyle Pitts, you know, he's going to be out there starting. Fabian Monroe is probably going to be starting as well. I am a little concerned about Jalen Mayfield. I don't know how that's going to play out. Will we should know um, by today, which was which is Friday. We should know what's going to happen with that situation. Is he going to be playing or not? Um, as much as I, you know, don't like the full production of what he's been um, doing this far so far this season, I feel like it's still essential for him to continue to get those reps and, and be better as a pocket, well, a pass protector. Um, and uh, overall, I think he's done. Okay. I think I talked about this um, last episode. I think he's done. Okay. But you know, for a rookie, um, I still feel that he has a, a pass to an extent because he is a rookie and year two, we should see a leap in better production. If, if we don't see it, then, then there's another discussion to talk about. Um, but I, I feel that, that Jalen Mayfield, you know, overall he, he gets a C, maybe C plus, probably less than that. Depends on what plays you watch, but the body of work, I think is all right. Um, but for everybody else, you know, Matt Ryan and company, they're going to be there ready to go. Um, most of these guys who did not practice um, are on offense. I think everybody's on offense. So the defense um, is going to be ready to go. 
you know, so everybody on defense, uh, you know, obviously outside of like the Eric Harris's and, uh, of the world, because, you know, Eric Harris is, is out. But and obviously, like Isaiah Oliver, you know, we already know about that. But like everybody else is going to be ready to go. And um, I, w- I would like to see A.J. Terrell continue to get better. I mean, he's done a phenomenal job this year. If it wasn't for Cordell Patterson, A.J. Terrell would probably be the MVP of the team because he's done a phenomenal job covering uh, receivers all year. And um, so I hopefully he does a good job of cutting off half of the field for Taysom, for Taysom Hill so he can't look that way. And uh, you got guys like, uh, what's his name, Callaway? I want to say Callaway that's, um, that's playing for them. For for the Saints, uh, let me see. I want to make sure I get that right. Yeah, Marquez Callaway. Uh, you know, you got guys like him that's possibly going to try to get most of the the receptions on the team. Hopefully, he can shut him down. Make them try to uh rely on Alvin Kamara a little more than usual. And uh, I think even with that, I think that's going to be a recipe for uh, uh uh for victory. I don't think that the Saints could really move the ball on us like they did last week, even though our defense is somewhat porous, we've done a pretty good job of holding off um, offenses for a significant amount of time. But most of the time, the offense that we held off are guys with quarterbacks that really are, you know, excuse me, quarterbacks that really are about scoring um, uh, touchdowns, about making uh, making plays, you know, uh, so – even though we had a situation where we held the Bucks pretty pretty low until, you know, later on in the game. Same thing with the Buffalo Bills. I think we played the Buffalo Bills very well. Um, and to, uh, to an extent, we probably got robbed on a touchdown play, but, you know, don't want to talk about that. But I think we played them well enough to say we could compete with anybody. Even though with a depleted team like we have, depleted wide receivers, I think we did okay. If we just continue to play that type of style, if we play anywhere close to how we did against the Saints the first time and not give them a chance to come back, I think that will give us a really good chance once again to beat this team. So with the situation with um, Matt Ryan, Matt Ryan should have a field day. I mean, when you look at the the, the all these guys that are out on defense as far as the um as, as far as the saints if it stays that way you know i mean you got a couple guys who may come back to play but if if it stays that way when with all these defensive backs are out we could have a pretty good situation where we can throw the ball around and 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 that's that's the that's the important thing you know marcus davenport is not going to be that to be um rushing the passer now when talking about rushing the passer, you're gonna to have to look at Demario Davis. You're definitely gonna to to be looking at uh oh goodness, what is his name? I just saw him on the screen right here. Please forgive me. Um Cam Cameron Jordan. You got to watch him because you know one thing I, I I'm 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 gonna I'm gonna talk about this real quick. I respect Cam Jordan, and I'm gonna tell you why, because I don't care what anybody says. The Saints had a lot of success from 2006, you know, for the past 15 years. And he was a part of a situation where those guys were able to change the culture of the Saints. Because prior to 06, I mean, the Saints were probably about as bad as we were, if not worse. The Saints, you know, nobody was talking about the Saints around the Aaron Brooks era. I mean, I don't care what any Saints fans say. Prior to 2006, prior to Drew Brees, nobody was really talking about the Saints. You know, the, I remember the paper bag day, so we're not going to go there. But um, I will say when, when Cameron Jordan came in, you know, later on down the road, he changed the culture of that team, and he takes pride in doing that. Rivals, rivalry or not, 
I respect anybody who does that, who comes in and try to change the culture and be a cornerstone of changing that culture of a franchise or a program or that. And he's done that very well. And um, his name is, he's going to have a legacy there in new Orleans, regardless of the fact, I mean, they did win the super bowl. He was a part of that. And for him to put up the numbers that he put up, um, not just not the, the sense to giving him any praise or any or anything like that, but definitely giving him respect because anybody who comes through a, a organization and change the way it is perceived, I always have that respect because you 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 made your mark on a not only on fran on a franchise but in the game of the sport that you're playing. So, um, I don't too much care for rivalries or whatever, but that's one person on that team I do definitely respect. You know, all the other guys out of there, eh, you're, you're saints, whatever. But this is one guy we definitely got to watch out for. If we can contain him. And um, and I know it's going to be really tough. Our offensive line is so porous. But if we can contain him and not let him get to Matt Ryan, we're definitely going to win this game. And, you know, I've been saying this all year. I've been saying this all year. If you keep Matt Ryan upright, we're going to have a chance to win the game. You know what I mean? We're going to have the chance to win. You look at the Buffalo Bills game, Matt Ryan's running for his life. He gets sacked a few times. I mean, and and to be honest, I don't think this is going to be the case. I think that the Falcons are going to give up about two or three sacks, possibly more, because this offensive line needs work. And I know this whole situation with Calvin Ridley, I saw the Snapchat thing. I'm, I don't want to talk about that. I talked about him um yesterday. Don't want to talk about him. But what I will say that, I want, and I hope this is the case, and I know it may not be ideal. I want to get somebody on the offensive line first round. I want to, because that that right there, that right there changes a lot. You give Matt Ryan time, he can make these receivers look like somebody. We can get a receiver later on in the draft, unless it is it's somebody that's that we're going to get that's that's surefire, can't miss. If not, we need to get some offensive linemen, and um. This is one of the reasons why you got guys like Cam Jordan. You look at Dominican Sue and, and Shaquille Barrett on and for Tampa Bay. I mean, you look at the Carolina Panthers, their front seven. I mean, you, you look at other teams in the NFC that, that tries to get a really good pass rush. They are problems for us in our offensive line. It's either the offensive line needs to get better. We need to get some better players that's going to be up on the offensive line because us worrying about one, be honest with you, if five guys, and I know there's other guys on the defensive line for the Saints that are that are okay. If you got five guys that's playing offensive on the, on your offensive line, you pretty much have to worry about one person, and you worrying about that one person can get through the office, offensive line. You got a problem because you should at least be able to double team him to actually do something. You saw what the Lions did to Grady Jerry. I mean, they were like, yo, they had three guys. <laughs> they had three guys you know, um, blocking Grady Jarrett because they didn't want him to do anything, you know. But unfortunately, I don't even think the the Falcons can do that. It's just our offensive line is just that bad. I mean, Caleb McGarry, I mean, I'm, I don't like to talk down about our players, but the results are there. Jalen Mayfield is hurt. I don't know who his backup is, but Jesus Christ, if this backup is anything like Jalen I mean, uh, Mayfield, it's like we're, we're going to be in the long for a long day if we can't you know, at least run the ball to keep the Saints defense honest. And their defense has always been playing good. They've been playing good for a few years now. They've been really good, you know, for the most part. So that's something we're going to have to really dig down and try to get, uh, you know, get a hold of. 
Because I feel like if Matt Ryan has has time, he could make the Russell Gages of the world look good. He definitely, Kyle Pitts, he doesn't have to make Kyle Pitts look good. Kyle Pitts does it on his own. He just gets his separation, catches the ball, and he's off to the races. Cordell Patterson catch out of the backfield, in the slot, on the outside. You know, I mean, he can catch the ball. He can do a little bit of everything. It just, it, at the end of the day, you just have to give Matt Ryan time. And if you can give, if you can get somewhat of a running game, you can keep the defense honest so Matt Ryan could get time. Matt Ryan could throw in a little play action if they ask, if they run that play. So it's good. To, at the end of, it, it, it always boils down to the trenches. It all boils down to who can put a hat on a hat and make something happen, even on the defensive side of the ball. If, you know, Grady Jarrett, if Debo, Foyer Luakon, sign that guy. Resign him. Make sure he goes nowhere. But if you get guys like that who can make plays, get to Taysom Hill, contain him because he's going to try to run. If you can get him to do certain things, we could be in for another W, and we can leave the season at eight and nine, and we can also have the Saints go eight and nine, and they can go home because they have aspirations of winning the game and going into the playoffs with a little bit of help. But if they lose, the help don't matter. So. I, I, I want this to happen. I need this to happen. I mean, I think the Falcons can do it. I mean, there's no problem with that. They beat them already under different circumstances. They had to come back to win. But for the most part, they 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 for the most part they handled business throughout their entire game. Like late in the third, late third, fourth quarter, Saints started to come back and I'm sitting there like, What are we doing? That can't happen again. Don't give these guys any momentum. Don't give these guys any confidence to think that, hey, we, we, we're going to the playoffs if we win. If we come back and beat them, we could break the spirit of the Falcons. No, we don't need that. Let's make them quit by the, let's make them quit by the middle of the second quarter. By the second quarter, we have such a big of a lead or we have a, such a, a big control of the game. They don't feel like they can come back and do anything. Halftime adjustments won't work. They just be like, okay, the Falcons got us a day. We'll get them next year, yada, yada, yada. And that's what I want to see. That's what I want to see on Sunday. Hopefully that'll be the case because the Falcons going eight and nine. And I know this sounds kind of, you know, terrible because you want your team to be in the playoffs, but the Falcons can go eight and nine with a season like this. The players like this didn't know the situation with Calvin Ridley is going to be what it was. Didn't know Isaiah Oliver was going to ball out and get injured. Didn't know that the offensive line was going to play like the way they did actually thought with Mike Davis and company the running game was going to be a little comparable with all that's going on we able to win almost half of our games almost 50% of our that that's 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 a big feat I think Arthur Smith gets a lot of kudos for coaching this team the way he did for us to get where we are and I think that's you know that's something that nobody really wants to talk about a lot of you just want to put blame you know Matt Ryan for this or Mike Davis for that or why Kyle Pitts is doing this or why Debo's not tackling here. There's a lot of people like pointing a lot of fingers where when you look at this, I thought the team was going to go nine and eight, maybe 10 and seven. That was before I thought, you know, this team, I didn't know this team was what they were. If I would have known this now, I'd have been like, okay, maybe four games, maybe three. <laughs> Honestly, I think somebody, somewhere, somewhere said, somebody said that this is the best, this is the best bad team in the NFL. So with that being said, I think we're mediocre. We're right in the middle of the pack. If you're the best bad team of the worst good team, you're pretty much in the middle of the pack. 
So kudos to uh, Arthur Smith. I think he did a phenomenal job. Um, I give him a lot of kudos and credit. I, I, I'm really, really excited to see how that how this plays out at the end of the season when this last game is over. I can give you a big evaluation of what he does, or what or what the coach has done. Definitely going to talk about that in a later episode. But right now, you know, the Falcons should beat the New Orleans Saints. I, 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 I see this happening. A lot of people are giving the Saints a little more of a, a favorite, and I understand it because the Falcons. Over to be honest, the Falcons are a pretty bad team. You know, outside of Foya Luakon and Grady Jarrett and, um, dare I say, Matt Ryan and A.J. Terrell, Cordell Patterson, Kyle Pitts, you got some guys who actually stepped up and did what they had to do, you know, on both sides of the ball. And the fact that you had that done, you know, it, it, it turned out to be a fairly successful season. And the team is had some shine, even though I feel that the team is a bad team. You know, year two is going to really show what Arthur Smith can do once you get some good free agency, free agents here. Go find out what you're going to do with Calvin Ridley. See who you're going to draft for year two. And then we're going to start seeing the philosophy um, that has been spoken by Arthur Smith actually put out on the field. So that is where I'm going with that. And hopefully the Falcons can pull this off and end the season on a high note. So. That that that's the conclude. This will be the conclusion of the first and frame rates show for the first week of being a daily show. Thank you guys. Um, not, you know, thank you guys a whole 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 lot. You guys are awesome. I really really appreciate all the things you guys have done. You know, as far as supporting, you know, I just saw the thing. It said I had a thousand subs, and now look like somebody unsubscribed them down to nine ninety nine again. I mean, it's okay. I mean, I'm not tripping on it. It is 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 nothing. But um, either way, I feel like you guys are the reason why this goes. I really, really appreciate it. Thank you guys so much. And uh, we're gonna keep moving regardless. We ain't gonna let no numbers stop us. You know, the thing is, we're gonna keep going and make the best content possible. I really appreciate you guys. I cannot say it enough. I, I'll say it every day if I have to, all day if I have to, because without you guys, this would not be what it is. And um, I do this for y'all. I really do. This is a hobby of mine, but I really do it because you guys are willing to listen. I will see you guys on Monday. I may do a video over the weekend, so be on the lookout for that. But episode 260 will be on Monday. And I guess we'll do a recap of the season of the Falcons. We'll talk about all that good stuff. Maybe throw some Georgia Southern stuff in there. But that doesn't mean, you know, you know, there's still that doesn't mean that you have to wait that long can go back and listen to some other episodes you also can uh be on the lookout possibly i'll do a video on the youtube channel if you're over there on the podcast side you know thank you for listening for the week it's been a great week in my opinion it's been really cool hit that like uh if you're on youtube give me some good uh high star rating on the podcast side and subscribe to all of these avenues if you haven't already i really appreciate you i said that like 20 times but i really do All right, y'all. Y'all be blessed. Have a great weekend. Can't wait to watch the game and give you guys feedback. And uh, I will see you guys on the next one. You guys be easy. You guys be blessed. Peace.